guys, welcome back to another episode of A Whole Lot of Life. I'm mm-hmm. back. You! <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> another week, another episode. Yes, you did well the other day. Lots of love listening to it. Thank you, thank you. Um, I will say it's so much easier having two for the intro <laughs> because I remember saying to Alexa when I was recording, I was like, I've taken like five goes at doing this bloody intro because normally it's just us talking. Oh. Anyway, no, it was good fun, really good fun having Lex on the podcast. And I've had some really good um, feedback from it, so that was cool. But, yeah, like a book narrator. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we talking about this week? Oh, I think this is a topic that we have discussed between the two of us, mm. backwards and forwards, and it's not something that we've discussed out loud with anyone else really because it's kind of controversial Yeah, in a way. And we're not meaning to be controversial and I'm sure some of you probably already know what we mean, but we're talking about COVID, the pandemic that we're living in. Yeah. And in Australia, we've been super lucky like the last 18 months, but now it all seems to be turning to crap basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're not like discussing the pandemic itself because that is way too controversial and everyone is entitled to their own opinions and what's going on in the world is crazy and everyone is affected in different ways but we're discussing how it has affected us directly and basically um being pregnant in a pandemic which i guess there's probably lots of people out there now going through it emily you're now going through it um and i went went through it last year yeah i went through it last year where it all kind of just started. It was the event of 2020. And I don't know whether you saw it on your feed, but come the end of 2020, everyone was like, bring on 2021. Like instantly overnight, it was going to go away. Yeah. It didn't. We still don't know when we are going to go back to some sort of new normal. We don't know. Yeah. And there's already a lot of disruption. There's a lot of division amongst our community. There's protests lockdowns border closures like people being separated from their loved ones domestically internationally we keep seeing new strains but the one thing we wanted to kind of talk about was the added stress and anxiety that it puts on pregnant people because Mm. you're already anxious or worried or fearful or whatever it may be about being pregnant firstly Mm. taking care of yourself your babies baby Mm -hmm. (laughs) um the birth and then you know being a new mum first time mum or just having a newborn again but then you've got to try and like handle this situation amongst it yeah yeah you know what I mean yeah no that's exactly right and that's the thing like we don't know nor will we ever know what's going to happen because it does it just continually keeps changing so it's almost like we can't control it so we almost have to adapt to it which is frustrating in a way because, you know, especially this and is your first we, pregnancy. You don't really, it shouldn't be like this. You know what I mean? Like you should be able to be relaxed or as relaxed as you can be, not be concerned about what could happen, you know? Yeah. And like we will preface this episode by saying we're not experts. We're not saying anything to be controversial. We're literally just having a discussion of our views and situations we found ourselves in. So We'll just put that out there. Yeah. Us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will 100% say it has given me so much more anxiety. And I don't, and I know it's because firstly, I'm already considered a high risk pregnancy because there's two of them. Yeah. So that's already in there. 
people keep saying there's all these risks and it makes you feel really anxious. And mm. then, but that's why we're having the conversation. But how about we go back to 2020, early 2020, you found out you're pregnant. Yeah. And then they start talking about this virus. Yeah. But then it really, really started to change. What was it like being pregnant in that stage? Because it was so much more unknown than what we have now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So because obviously we didn't know, we didn't know what was going to happen. I kind of, I took it all in my stride to begin with. Like I was a bit like, you know, it is what it is. We're, like, cause we were in lockdown at that point. Um, most of my pregnancy, like I feel like I never really saw anyone. Like I saw people at the start and then next time I saw them, I was full pregnant and everyone's like, holy moly, where did that time go? I was like, well, we've just been in lockdown, you know, like I didn't go anywhere. So I feel we couldn't like travel more than like 25 kilometers yeah, from yeah, our home. Literally, it was crazy. So the I feel like that whole nine months, it was a bit of a blur almost because I didn't really, I didn't really get to do the things I wanted. Like I had fantastic pregnancy, so I couldn't complain, but I definitely didn't see people as much as I've wanted to even like my baby shower like I didn't even know if that was going to go ahead I was limited to so many people um but yeah anyway so originally it was it was this kind of I didn't really know what was happening and then yeah all of a sudden it kind of set in and I was going to my antenatal appointments and it was just like okay like there's no antenatal classes at the moment because of COVID like I didn't go to one like I'm really glad that my sister had kids and I was a bit you know kind of knew what I was doing because if if I didn't, I would have, I guess, you know, you can always Google, but yeah, never had an antenatal class. Even some of the scans that I had along the way, they actually had asked that it was just me. So Heath couldn't even come, which frustrated me because I know like it was the rules and it was safer, but it was like, this is his kid too. Like he deserves, they deserves to be there just as much as I do. Um, and then obviously I was working in the middle of it as well, but yeah, it was just a big whirlwind of emotions really. Um, but then as the birth kind of got closer, um, it kind of did settle down a bit, but then right at the last minute, it, it all hyped up again. So yeah, it was just crazy. And, you know, saying that, you know, Heath couldn't go to some of your scans and stuff. I still see in America, people, they're on their own for all their doctor's appointments and their scans still. Yeah. It's crazy. How sad is it to think, you know, I know for us, we're really fortunate so far that Ryan has been able to come to all of those appointments and scans, mm. but like you're missing those moments. Yeah. You're never exactly going right. to get them back. Yeah. And like, the thing is, I know me, I get really, and I don't know whether it's because we're in there for double the time, like it goes forever, these scans yeah. and I just get real overwhelmed and don't remember half of it. And I'm sort yeah. of really glad that Ryan's there because then he goes, yeah, they said this. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't even hear that. <laughs> It's because you're like too focused on them pushing around everywhere and it's like, ow, oh. ow, ow, gentle, gentle. <laughs> yeah, it's totally not like in the movies. Oh, no, no. Oh. Did you ever worry, like, obviously he had to miss some scans and things because of the risk restrictions, but did you ever worry that he might not actually be allowed in for the birth when it really started to kind of ramp up and things and hospitals weren't allowing visitors and they had all these restrictions yeah that ever cross your mind oh all the time honestly and like I had friends that were due just before me and that was just like they their partners weren't allowed and I was like oh my god um and I think in the end like they did let them in but there was just so much restriction and 
I did like we were allowed to have Heath. I was only allowed to have one support person and same thing once post I was only allowed that same support person to visit and it wasn't like you stayed as long as you could you had dedicated visiting hours um Heath had to like get signed in he had like a label to say who was visiting it was just full on and like even in the hospital he had to have the mask on and it was just like I I was meant to put it on if I'd left like if I left my my bed but I never did I just stayed in my bed and so I didn't really have to wear one. Like I think back now and it was so like normal at the time that it was just Heath and I, but pre that I'd always envisioned, you know, like you see on the movies, you know, babies are fresh and the family comes in and it's like a special moment. Yeah. And I just felt like I, we missed out in that. Like I would have, I've always dreamt of having my mum, my sister there, like straight after to meet my kid. Um, and I'm sure Heath was the same with his mum and sister, but we never got that. So like mum met Rosie, I think four days after. And then because of the restrictions, Sarah didn't meet her until she was like a month old. Like it was just, oh, it just sucked. Like I'm grateful that they got to meet them. Like I know there's families out there that haven't met family because of international and stuff like that. So I really shouldn't complain. But personally, I struggle with that. Like it was beautiful just having that time with Heath and I, Heath and, I and Rosie. But at the same time, I kind of wish we could have had family visit. Had that normal, you know, in your head, you just have it. This is how it normally happens. Like yeah, if you've, yeah. And it just takes that little bit of specialness out of it. I yeah, almost, yeah. And I remember like us leaving the hospital. Obviously, I had to put a mask on and everything. And we have a photo of me walking out with the mask on holding Rosie. And Heath was like, okay, take the mask off and smile because, you know, like we actually want to see your face. But I was like, no, we need that mask photo because we need to know what the kind of time was when Rosie was brought into the world. But, yeah, yeah. anyway, we're like I'm just super grateful that Heath got to be there in the end and that's that. It will be a time in history that, you know, you do look back and tell your kids this is what we were going through at this time. Yeah, yeah. We never would have thought, you know, two years ago that we would ever live in a world where, our international borders were shut where you actually couldn't go anywhere that yeah. you literally couldn't see family yeah. an hour yeah. away. Yeah. Just never have thought that was something that was going to happen. Yeah, absolutely crazy. We had a phone call with our midwife this past week mm. and she was going through just all the basic information that we sort of need at this stage. And she made a special point of mentioning that regardless of COVID, whatever the world may be in that time, Ryan will 100% be allowed there and will 100% be allowed to stay with me. Oh, that's so good. And I was like, how company that was. But the whole reason we wanted to have this discussion was just to share our thoughts and feelings that go through our head of a pregnant lady because you've been there, I'm going through it. It's very unknown times. We don't want people to judge other people for their decisions because Everyone's entitled to their own choices. Mm. There's no reason to be disrespectful. And just remember that if someone's hesitant, like you're having a birthday party or something, even me, like when I have my baby shower, I would be completely respectful if someone said this. Like if they didn't feel comfortable or they just wanted to stay on the DL for a little while, it's not because they're being difficult or they're being paranoid. Don't label them. It's purely just because they're scared. Like mm. I said that to Ryan in the past couple of weeks. I 
genuinely said, I'm like, I'm scared. Like if it gets out, especially Mm. like in our country community, our health resources purely just could not cope. Like it is frightening to think like that, but the thoughts have definitely popped up only because I think I'm pregnant and I am overthinking things, Mm. but little things like that. And living in a small town where it's already a three-week wait to see a doctor, it's frightening. And it's frightening to think, like you said earlier, that your birth experience, the way that you've always pictured it for your whole life or however long it may be, isn't what it's going to be. It might be jeopardized by it. So there's nothing wrong with you if you feel scared about that. It's just honestly expressing your human emotions that you are feeling and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You would have felt scared at times. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And that's the thing, like this whole, like it's controversial, but why, why is it controversial? Everyone is entitled to their own feelings and their own things. Exactly. Yeah. And if you are in a situation where you feel like the anxiety is crippling you, or you've just got a heap of thoughts and you can't make decisions like about it, or it's keeping you up at night, reach out to the people, your health professionals, like you've got your midwives, your doctors, there's so many resources out there. Mm. And if they can't help you, they'll guide you in the right direction because it truly is important to talk about it, especially if it is worrying you. Like I talk to Ryan about it all the time about the what ifs, because that's just how I work. And it's a problem shared is a problem halved. Exactly. So we just want to say, If you have a pregnant friend out there in the world at the moment, just remember to be kind to them. They're already sensitive as it is and they're going through so much already that this whole pandemic thrown in amongst it can be pretty intense for them. Mm -hmm. So don't be critical of their decisions. Just be respectful, supportive and kind. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Mm. Anyway, we did not mean to upset anyone whatsoever. We were just literally sharing our thoughts and feelings. Yeah, and hoping that it has enlightened someone. You know what I mean? Like someone has gone, oh, that makes a lot of sense why such and such is like that. Or if you're or pregnant. don't feel alone. Yeah, it's like if you're pregnant, you can go, oh, okay, I feel better now that that's kind of been spoken about. And that's that was that's literally our whole point of this podcast is to discuss topics that are important to us and that we think other people would benefit from us discussing it as well. And that we discuss on a friendship level. Because these are things that we've certainly discussed with one another and we know that there would be other people out there as well who might not necessarily have that type of friend to discuss it with, but they heard us discuss it and then they go, I'm not alone. I've had that thought as well. I've felt like that. But that's just the world we're living in at the moment. Yeah, that's right. Take every day as it comes. Yes, and we will look back on this one day and tell our children about this experience. That's right. So in saying that, I hope you have guys have enjoyed it. But because we always like to end our episodes on a lighter note and we are a lighter podcast, you know, (laughs) Um, (laughs) what's something good that happened this week, Emily? I... I'm actually really embracing this whole staying at home Mm -hmm. in line with our topic of this discussion. Yes. Because 
I don't know if I'm nesting yet. I think I'm a bit early to be nesting, but there's, I am. There's like, two, mate. It's never too early for anything. <laughs> I well, I'm prepared that I'm basically losing a month of my pregnancy because yeah. I go early. Yeah. But I have been setting myself a little intention every weekend to cleanse a part of my house. Ooh, so nice. last weekend I did the dreaded junk drawer. Mm, and Ryan <laughs> Ryan went away for the weekend and when he came home I was so excited I was like <laughs> he come in and put his keys down and I said no go and put them in the drawer I'll do that later no go and put them in the drawer now oh <laughs> I want you to see what I've done <laughs> yeah and he's like oh that's impressive and today I I tackled the filing cabinet so oh, I nice. am really enjoying staying at home and just getting all those little jobs done. Oh, and one other thing I did was, and I can't wait to do an episode on this. It's too early, I know. But I sorted all my Christmas wrapping and ribbon out for this year. Woohoo! Already, <laughs> mate. You were listening to Christmas carols the other day, so I mean, there's no surprises. <laughs> I cannot wait until like, oh, how are we going to do this? Because I'm going to be giving birth. We're going to have to pre-record. We need to do like a Christmas month. I want to give everyone gift guide bargain hunting like how to like oh do you know who everyone I'll I'll be quiet in a second I promise but go out and follow Keaton Claus on Instagram k-e-a-t-y-n-k-l-a-u-s she's from Nashville and she is a holiday specialist lovely lady have dm'd her at times so kind but she her job like her business is she goes in and christmas fires everyone's houses oh you've told me about this before yeah cool Mm -hmm. oh it would be a dream to get her on here for a christmas episode just putting that out there i will attract it yes let's get anyway enough about me and my organizing and you know going bonkers what about you loss um my good thing this week um i've started back at work um so yeah good good um the first couple of days was a bit um overwhelming i guess not so much like work like i i felt like i was just kind of like riding a bike got back into it um but leaving rosie that was really hard and it was a lot harder than what i thought so um understandable yeah the first couple of days it was a bit like okay we, I got to go now kind of thing. Um, but mum was watching her, so she kept sending me little updates, which was fantastic. But, yeah, so my positive is that, yeah, I'm back at work. I'm kind of getting back into the rhythm of things and um, leaving Rosie's become a lot easier. Obviously, it's still hard. I still miss her. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely I've gotten over that initial, holy moly, I've got to leave her right now. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. It would have been a big adjustment for you so I'm glad it's going well yes me too me too well thank you for chatting yes thanks for listening guys make sure your thoughts yeah make sure you let us know what you think if you have any other feelings or thoughts opinions let us know um we'll be back in your ears before you know it so thanks again don't forget to subscribe and like our page but talk to you all again very soon Bye. bye